0: Hello and welcome, this is Dr. Tully. Uh, Today we're talking about the New South of the New West primary source. This one's one of my favorite ones. It really covers everything. Every time I read this source, I get a little bit more out of it. Uh, Very good source that we have here. Uh, dealing with Bowley, Nor- uh, Sorry, not, not North Carolina. Good God, Bully, Oklahoma. Boley, Oklahoma. Uh, interesting town, uh, part of the Exodusters. Really embodies both the South and the West, plus the experience of African Americans. So, if you look through the primary source, and we only have one this week, there's only one primary source this week. Uh, about f- four pages. Really easy read. Uh, the, if you read to the bottom you're going to see who is writing this. The guy who's writing this is Booker T. Washington. Uh, Booker T. Washington is a name you probably know. You probably know the name Booker T. Washington. You know he's a very important African-American educator and of real vogue in the early 20th century. Now, we could talk about Booker T. Washington later, but just know he's writing this really to appeal to both African-Americans and white benefactors. Uh, Booker T. Washington was pretty big on like working with uh, white Americans, taking their money, Money uh, using them for this type of you know education and training. Uh, if you were to compare him to somebody like Marcus Garvey, granted who comes later, Marcus Garvey is a bit more separate in terms of his mixing dealing with the races, or a contemporary like uh, W. B. Uh, du Bois. Uh, du Bois doesn't ever really get along too much with Booker T. Washington for things. We'll get into in another chapter. Uh, but just know, he is trying to rec- you, basically use Bully as a recruitment tool. He's writing about Bully. He's basically talking about, hey, here's what life is like for African Americans in Oklahoma. So as you read this, you need to be a cognizant of three groups of people around. Now, yes, Booker T. Washington is mainly talking about African Americans, but there's also white Americans. There's also Caucasians, whatever you want to call it, white people involved in here too. You know, he says that Bully has uh, had to be founded by uh, white persons, well, you know, gave the land uh, through the Fort Smith Railroad Company uh, to black persons. They're kind of benefactors. Uh, basically, says that you know African Americans are living separate from white people, but also talk about the plight of the Native Americans, uh, the Indians, as he calls them in here. You know, Oklahoma, for the longest time, was known as Indian Territory. In fact, there have been some recent Supreme Court cases uh, dealing with you know, what is the role of African, not African Americans, but the, the land rights? Uh, Native Americans still control a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of the land in Oklahoma, but also how long do these treaties last? Uh, you know, when Oklahoma does become a state and gets opened up into its territory, it also deplaces a lot of Native Americans who actually were displaced to get to Oklahoma through things like the Trail of Tears. So when Booker T. Washington is talking about the Native Americans, for instance, in the uh, fifth paragraph... You know, he's like, oh, this idea that they've gone back. There's not that many of them. Uh, they are decreasing and decreasing. Even though they make up uh, the most of the population, uh, they're not in the Constitution. They're not in the Constitution. Uh, for the state of Oklahoma, Native Americans don't really exist. And basically he's like, oh, they've receded. They're not really that around anymore. Also, look at how Booker D. Washington talks about the idea of civilization on the on the third to sorry, on the third page. Uh, top paragraph. He's like, look, Bully's on the railroad, but it's near the edge of civilization. You can hear the wild notes of Indian drums and the shrill cries. Basically, uh, saying that some people are more refined and, dare I say, civilized, quote unquote, than others. But he also says the people living in Bully, the African Americans, are not uncivilized. Um, there's really no crime at that much. I mean, he says, you know, yeah, there might be a Native American who might come in every once in a while and get a little drunk. Um, he says the only kill crime that we really had was a horse thief, but he was killed. And by the way, that was a white guy. Uh, kind of going against some of the stereotypes around that time period that African Americans are more prone to crime. Uh, yeah, just there's a lot of things going on here. Um, the advice I would give you. All right, F- particularly for this one, is narrow it down. This has a lot of things going on, and you're only supposed to write a paragraph or two, ideally two paragraphs. <laughs> I would just focus on one thing. You know, maybe what are the plight of women in Bowley? Uh, do they even really talk about women in Bowley? Um, they do talk about Native American women, and basically that they're very prized for marriage. Uh, likewise, what sort of people, what sort of class, maybe the talk of. Cl- crime, what is the role of the Native Americans, where are the people living in Bovee coming from. This is a very rich text. It's a very dense text. There's a lot of things you could go with. You could talk about crime, you could talk about uh, white persons, you could talk about the uh, railroad and how it's central to it. Uh, A lot of different things are being expressed here that embody not just the West, but also the South as well. Uh, You know, Bully is definitely in the shadow of Jim Crow. Um, Yes, they have a little bit more independence and um, autonomy from white persons and the threat of lynchings and things like that. But they're still definitely within a system. They're still definitely within a system that doesn't really prize African-American life all that much. So uh, that said, not too much more to say about Bully. I don't want to ruin it for you. So just read it. A lot of stuff going on here. A lot of really good stuff going on here. And so, I mean, look, if you even look at the last line, where Washington writes that bully is another chapter in the long struggle of the Negro for moral, industrial, and political freedom. You could write about each one of those and have a fine response, morally, um, industrially, how are they doing for business, and also politically. What are the politics like in bully? A lot of things going on here, and it just might look like incidents, but trust me, it's some good stuff. Um... That will about do it for Boley, for the New South and the New West.